Hi, this is Susie Pruden, and I am the co-founder of Itty Bitty Publishing, and you're listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. Act Local Marketing for Small Business, episode 162. And there's no stopping us right now. I feel so close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing, Act Local will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kaylin features a new tip you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome to Act Local Marketing for Small Business, episode 162. I'm the boomer gal, Kaylin Amadio. On every episode of Act Local Marketing, I share a strategy with you I call today's takeaway, where you're going to get an action item that you can take with you right now, and if you use it, it'll help you grow your business. I also invite various guest experts to help you with all those different aspects of your business that have to be tended to, especially you solopreneurs out there. And today, my guest and I will continue a topic that actually was started last week, something we've talked about many times on this show because it's something I am into. And yes, that is publishing your own book. So to that end, I want to toss some information your way that I read in a Huffington Post article. It's an article titled The 10 Awful Truths and the 10 Wonderful Truths about book publishing. It was printed in 2012, so it's a little dated, but it's still accurate. It's an accurate article, and I'm going to share one of each, a wonderful and an awful truth about book publishing. So to preface my first point, you have to know that the number of books being published yearly is skyrocketing, and a lot of that has to do with self-publishing and digital publishing, and yet book sales are actually declining. Industry book sales are declining every year. So the first thing I want you to consider is this particular awful truth. According to a New York Times article that the Huffington Post quotes, the average U.S. nonfiction book is now selling less than 250 copies per year and less than 3,000 copies over its lifetime. Now, you might find those numbers shocking. See, very few titles are big sellers. Only 62 of 1,000 business books released back in 2009 sold more than 5,000 copies. Now, I don't know what you what your view was about what made a successful uh, book in terms of sales, a, non, a nonfiction book, and I'm talking about business books, of course, in particular, out of the nonfiction category. <clears throat> but 
3,000 copies over a lifetime doesn't sound like very much, right? Because you might be equating them more to the fiction side of things. And that's why, you know, given all these numbers, it's sobering information. And yet, I'm going to brag for a moment, I'm proud that my book, The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media Marketing, actually sold over 750 copies its first six months on the market. I didn't think that that was very good, 750 copies. But in reality, after reading this article, I'm a friggin' rock star. And that's what I'm going to tell my hubby and my sons. I'm going to have to make them uh, bow down to me. Good luck with that, Kaylin. So let's get to today's takeaway. I promised you that action item, right, that you can take with you and it'll help you grow your business. So here it is. One wonderful truth about book publishing, again, quoting this Huffington Post article, is you can use your book to leverage your business, build credibility with your clients, and create name recognition. Writing and publishing a book makes you an expert without having a PhD or a university affiliation. Even if you lose money on the book, it can still be worth it in terms of increasing your fees building your client base, selling more of whatever your product is, and building a name for yourself in your chosen field. And that's the end of the quote. So there in a nutshell, my friends, is the reason to write your business book. You are the expert. You have ideas to share that can make someone's life better and make a real discernible difference in the world. So if you've ever considered writing a business book, don't do it for the money because it's not the best way to get rich, believe me. Do it because you have the solutions that people need. Books don't disappear. People do not throw books away like they do flyers and brochures. There is a level of dedication and effort associated with a book that just can't be denied. It's a value. It's an excellent marketing tool. And I know a lot of people that can help you get started. So drop me a line to ask at Act Local Marketing, and I can help point you toward more resources so you can become an author as well. Publish your own book. Or find a publisher to publish your book. It doesn't have to be self-published. That's today's takeaway. So please go find me on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+. I'd like to get to know you. And tell your social media followers about the podcast, Act Local Marketing. Please feel free to subscribe at iTunes or Stitcher. And most importantly, leave a review over at iTunes. Go leave one of those four or five-star reviews for me about the podcast. Those are really important. And if you've bought and read my book, go leave a review on Amazon. Review. I cannot overemphasize how important reviews are to the types of products that uh, take reviews. Right, And that's even true of your Main Street USA business at Yelp. The reviews are important. So it's time for a short break. And when we get back, my guest Jeremy Jones is here. And he's stepping to the front of the room. So stay tuned. I feel so close to you right now. Axe Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back. Hey, Ag Local fans, this is Kaylin Amadio, and I have an exciting announcement. 
Today, October 7th, 2014, I'm launching a new podcast to celebrate the realization of a dream. You've heard me speak often on Act Local about the book I've been writing. Well, that book is becoming a reality. I have a contract to publish The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media. Soon, baby boomers everywhere will have all my strategies and guidelines in one swell book that'll help them build a map to social media success. To help promote The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media and subsequent books in this series, I've put together The Boomer's Ultimate Guide podcast, where boomers like me and like you can come together to learn, share, and grow a thriving business and a vibrant life. This podcast is 30 minutes in length and comes in both audio and video formats. I interview guest experts on business, finance, health, wellness, longevity, food, sex, dating, and more. You don't want to miss this next chapter in my life because I'm going to help you live yours more fully. Check out Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast.com. So close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome back. This is Kaylin Amadio, and you are listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. And this week, I have another great guest for you. I am very excited to introduce you to Jeremy Jones. He is a proud military veteran who served in Operation Enduring Freedom. He's a family man and entrepreneur now living in Paradise Valley, Arizona. Jeremy is a three-time number one best-selling author on Amazon and has a passion for coaching people to find their greatness, get paid with their worth, and doing what they love every day. And he strives to make a positive impact on other people every day himself. He founded the Book District to offer support to aspiring self-published authors and provide a community for published experts. He co-founded Jones Media Publishing as a very efficient way to self-publish using his process, which is called Your Book Blueprint. So, Jeremy, welcome to Act Local Marketing. Hey, Kaylin. I am so excited to be here and hopefully can provide a ton of value for your local marketing community here. So thank you. I'm honored to be here. Well, I'm, uh, I'm honored to have you, and thank you for your service to the country. Thank you very much. Sure. Now I gave people a li- you know a little overview. We we don't have uh, a million hours, so I gave them a very very brief <laughs> overview. But the first question I have for people when I'm I'm meeting them for the first time is to just share a little more about their entrepreneurial journey. So how you came to be doing what it is you're doing today with the book district. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be happy to. So uh, I started as after I got out of the military, I was in the Navy and lived on an aircraft carrier for almost four years wow. as an electrician. And I got out of the Navy with my eye and my target on moving here to Arizona. And I got my Bachelor of Arts. I did really well there. I started working for a company and working for myself. And I did that for many years. I got married. We have two kids. 
and my wife worked at the Arizona Republic, which local here is a newspaper, and they were going through layoffs and layoffs, and we were at a decision point where she got laid off, and we had to decide, because I had been, I had been you know, trying to make that transition for a long time, but I did well, and I had a lot of different things going on of what we were going to do. So rather than having her go back to work, uh, we ramped up the business, made a lot of changes, niched down, and that's where I formed my publishing company. It really all, all came together. And I had a show that I, I still have today where we promote authors. And so uh, I developed this process, Your Book Blueprint, and it's basically for entrepreneurs to go from idea to a published book, and we help promote the book. So far this year, we have 11 authors or 11 titles. We hit number one bestseller. And I just feel like I've found my calling. I'm just very passionate about helping people take ideas that are important to them, package them, and then help it uh, get it out into the world. And so um, I love supporting entrepreneurs to share their message. And so that's what we do. Excellent. And, I, you know, I, as a published author myself, I'm, of course, a huge believer in the written mm-hmm. word and, and becoming an author. And, and I talk about this a lot to my audience. And it's never been easier, you know, to, to get your ideas out there because of technology. Technology is really your friend. And you shouldn't yep. uh, be daunted by the whole thing because there are people like Jeremy out there who can help you uh, – demystify the whole process it doesn't it doesn't have to be scary and just about everybody has a book inside them and a lot of people have that uh, that little voice in the back of their head you know that has always told them to to write that book but sometimes i think it just seems so daunting for people so um explain for us how how you see entrepreneurs using a, a book that they've written to promote their business yeah great question So we've done books in a lot of different categories and how based on a lot of research we've done and then actually putting this into place for entrepreneurs, we find that a book works very, very well for what I call bridging the gap. So when I first started learning about marketing and how to market my business, I started doing coaching for my clients as well. And I broke it down simply to providing education or value in advance. A blog is a great way to do that, providing articles, and a book is a condensed, you know, a concentrate of all, all ideas that someone would package into a book on one specific topic. So um, basically what we do is just take a very specific target, what the, what the goal for the entrepreneur is of what they want to do with the book, and I can, I'm happy to give a couple of examples, and then we, we create the content of the book and we package it. And then we can use that as a tool based on how they want to use it in order to get new clients. And so it's what I say bridging the gap is providing value in advance for your ideal client, providing some sort of education and bridging the gap into the products or services that the business offers. Right. So and really, I've heard heard a lot of people uh, say that you should really be using this book as your business card. Mm hmm. Right, that that's that's really what it becomes—a very, very useful business card. I mean, I've got a shoebox here yep. full of business cards from people that, <laughs> that I have met over the mm-hmm. years, and it, and it's very easy to end up stuffing all those in a shoebox. Believe me, and I'm yeah. sure everyone out there has some some sort of mechanism just like that. Um, mm-hmm. But it, a book, you know, it just it really showcases 
your knowledge about whatever whatever the topic is that you've decided, I guess, um, works for your goals, your entrepreneurial goals with your business, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. So how do, and I would like to hear examples whenever you want to share them. And I also want to know how, mm-hmm. how people go about getting the idea, right, for the book. How, because sure. I, that's something that I think also uh, seems daunting for people is how, how do they come up with an idea or how do they pare down maybe too many ideas to find the right one to write a book about that they can use for marketing their business? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I want to provide as much you know practical tips and value for your audience as possible. So I'll use one specific example okay. for the listener listening to this. Use this example as maybe this doesn't apply exactly to you, but think about how you can apply the same principles for your business. So here's the example. So we have a massage therapist who's a friend of mine, local here in Scottsdale. He's a massage therapist. Well, within the health profession, there's always different referral partners that they have. So one of the common things with massage is they're either starting a new workout routine or he's a sports therapist, uh, massage therapist for sports injuries and and, um, working out the muscles. And so um, one of the things that a power partner provides is nutrition. So he has a nutritionalist that's a power partner. So what we do in our process is we first sit down, I sit down with him and we did a book strategy session on who's his ideal client, what's the types of clients he wants to bring in, and what's the message he wants to deliver to those people. And then how can we, how can we create um, contributors that can contribute to this. So mm-hmm. one of those people is a nutritionalist. That's, that's one of the things that it, it's a very, uh, it, it coincides exactly with what your health is what you eat. So we had the nutritionalist contribute a section of the book. Now every time he gives out a book or he sells a book, it benefits the nutritionalist because it's education for the clients. Now it also makes sense for the nutritionalist can either sell a book or give away a book because that positions her as a trusted authority because she's mentioned in this right. book, right? Yeah. So it's providing educa- education to clients. And also you can use this as a way to collaborate with other referral partners where the, the clients, there's uh, there's overlap with the, with the clients. Sure. That's a really great idea. I that Believe it or not, as many people as I've interviewed and as many authors as I've known, that's the first time I've heard somebody say that, to, mm, um, to awesome. use the book as a medium for the power partner conversation. I mean, there's always in networking oh, yeah. groups, you know, the partnering that, go, that is involved in, in uh, power partnering. Yep, absolutely. In fact, we're... You know the the chiropractor that he that he refers to, right? Yeah, that is was not a, in, is not in the book, but the chi- a chiropractor is a great example yeah. too. It has with, to do with the, the structure of the body, and so right. if the chiropractor has an issue where someone's de- dealing with massage that they want education on, hey, you know what? I think massage would really benefit you. And here's my uh, friend of mine that wrote this book, and it's got some really great information that the ben- health benefits of massage, and actually there's some stuff in nutrition as well. It's a way to, you know, add value specifically for the client in, in several different areas. And so uh, that's how they, uh, some, uh, and there's other ways, but that's just one way we found that works very well. Yeah, that's a really great idea. And um, no matter what business you're in, you can think of 
partnerships, or some people call mm-hmm. them joint ventures. Um, Jeremy called them power partners. Uh, you know, it, it depends on uh, where you've done your networking, right? And, you know, where yeah. you've learned about some of these these ideas. But they're mm-hmm. they're all very similar, and it's it's finding another business that's complementary to your own without being, and may, maybe they have the same um, client base that you would have, but they don't yep. have the same services that you have so that you're not competing with one another. And then really it's, it's the best thing in the world for the, for the client ultimately, because they're getting the best of every world yep. as you introduce them to uh, various partners that might be helpful to them. I'm sure we, we you know, we could yeah. think up uh, all kinds of, of different things for this guy to do. I mean, there's acupressure or acupuncture or occupational exactly. therapists, or there's, there's all kinds of th- people that he could, uh, he could partner with. And that'll be true for every local business, every single yeah. local business, anyone that, that you might ask um, in your brick and mortar store to put your flyers in on the front counter at their brick and mortar store is potentially someone that you could be doing this with um, as a book. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And there's different there's different levels of thinking through the marketing as well. And I'll give you a quick example of this too. So you can market a book and create a book around a, a for a cold audience. And what I mean by that is there are certain audiences that don't know what they're looking for. And so what we market in that area is we market to the symptom. So as an example, a chiropractor could create a book around back pain. Right. What are the causes of back pain? How do you alleviate back pain? The benefits of, of massage therapy with back pain, the, the benefits of a regular chiropractor with back pain. That's a symptom. So when a, uh, uh, you're going out to a cold audience, you market to the symptom. Mm-hmm. There's also a warm audience where someone has already looked into back pain, but now they're interested in acupuncture. So then you could write a book on the benefits of acupuncture as it relates to a certain type of, of thing that happens within that acupuncture cures. So you got a whole different topic of book. So you, you also, when you're thinking through how you'd benefit from a book, that's a good broad way to think about it. Do I want to market to a specific symptom where people may be searching for if they have migraine headaches or they have different symptoms, or do you want to market to someone that already knows they have a symptom, they already know what the, the end result may be, where they may be looking for education on a chiropractor, then that's what they're looking for. And that's how some people actually miss the boat when they're trying to market to a symptom, but they're promoting a, a result people don't even know that they need. Right. Oh, and that's very smart, too. Um, and all of these things can be multi-purpose. So if you're thinking to yourself, oh, my God, he just he just mentioned three different things. I got to write three different books. No, that's not necessarily yes. the case. This might be the let's say 80 percent. I love the 80 20 rule. Right. Because it's mm-hmm. it's it's very true um, a great deal of the time. And sometimes it's even more skewed than 80 20. So let's say 80 percent of, of the book is the same material. The same material would be in it no matter which one of these methods you're choosing in terms of marketing, what's what's going to work for you. So 80% of that work can be repeated, but let's say you can create that book again with uh, a different partner, focusing that other 20% just slightly differently so that you can pull that other partner in so that it will benefit both of you and you'll have, you'll broaden your reach to their market as well. It's not, you're not going to have to write, you know, four different books 
just maybe a small portion of four different right. books so that you can use it for marketing. Plus, this stuff can be used for, you know, we talk about all kinds of marketing here, not just not just books. And, you know, I believe in the books because I talk about my book all the time. But mm-hmm. these can become blog posts, anything that you've written down. You can make a quick video. It's so easy to do video now and just give, you know, the top three tips from that chapter that you wrote and said to, and to learn more, you know, come come by and, and pick up my book or get my book on Amazon or, you know, the, there's lots of promotional ways uh, to do that. And the really the combinations are absolutely endless on how you can use this information. So don't think that, you know, once you write this book that that information's no longer um, new you know, shiny, glossy, just because you wrote it down doesn't mean the whole world's going to go read it all at once. And people have different ways of finding you. There's a lot of paths to your door. So whether you're posting tips in social media or you're making that video or you're writing a blog post, you don't have to keep reinventing the wheel, you know, that once you've you've written this stuff down and you've, you've got your book under your belt, you can keep using that information over and over and over again to reach people. And the, the other mistake I, I see people make when it comes to this whole thinking that they have to reinvent the wheel is they think that if they posted something once, then they can't use it elsewhere because they're being redundant. But what we all um, forget is that <laughs> we're not paying attention to what everybody else is doing. So you can post it on every social media site that you have. You can post it on a blog post. You can make a video. And chances are you're not going to be boring people because they're following every move you make. We just don't right. We don't tend to do that. You know, I'm not watching every move my dry cleaner makes. But mm-hmm. if he does 15 different things, one of them's probably going to catch my attention. And then that's how you can pull me into the funnel. So don't think that you have to constantly be creating you know, shiny new stuff. You can really uh, be reusing the same work in lots and lots of different ways. Yeah, absolutely. That's such a good point. Uh, and real life example, I mean, uh, the E-Myth, it's, it's the classic book for a solo entrepreneur growing a business into an entrepreneurial venture where you've got a team, just an outstanding book. It's so simple. It's got all the basic principles that small business owners need, which if you haven't read the E-Myth, go out and get it. It's outstanding by Michael Gerber. Right. And Michael Gerber's been talking about the E-Myth for what, over 30 years. Yeah, the same right. concept of the E-Myth in different verticals and niche, different niches. So right. even if you write the principles in the base of the book, just like Michael has done, which is very, very smart, is to then customize it for a certain industry now, most people can, you, I mean, you can read a book and uh, then apply it, similar to what we're talking about here, is you can listen to these principles and go, well, that doesn't apply exactly to me, but I can take these principles and now apply them. Well, he's done that for you in these different niches and different verticals, and I think it's it's very, very smart what he's done. Yeah, that's, that's uh, a good, you know, that's one of the books that's on my reading list that I haven't gotten around to. I've heard about it forever, and I've um, oh, it's flip, so good. Yeah, yeah, I flipped through it here and there, but I've just never sat down and actually read the whole thing. So I'm going to have to do that now that you've, you've put it back in front of me again. I'm going to have to do it. I got to write myself a note quickly. Oh, oh yeah. It's, write myself it's a note good. right now. E myth. Mm-hmm. Yep. Make sure I read it. Finally, I have so many books on my shelf that I need to get to. <laughs> um, so 
um, Jeremy, what would you say are the best ways to actually use the book? Let's say someone's gone um, through your process, your book blueprint process, and they've become self-published. They actually have a book. What are the best ways for them to now use that book to actually get those new clients? Yeah, so there's, I mean, there's there's a lot of different ways. I like to, uh, again, look at, who are the complementary service providers that also provide a service for that similar client? The easy one just to think about it, again, as a chiropractor and a massage therapist, because we can go into a lot of different verticals. I can give you a lot of different examples. But if you use the principles of that to think of who are your clients and who else is servicing those clients, uh, you can actually, uh, let's see, I wish I had it available. I could just, and I can, if you want, I can give it to you. There's a resource that I have we could make available for the listeners, or if anyone wants to reach out to me, I can give it to them, where it's a list of industry referral partners. And you can you can very easily look at that list, and it's like home and family. There's all kinds of service providers that are all complementary for a home and family. Someone that owns a home needs a pest control service. They need a pool service. They need all these different complementary things. There's a business to business where you think of all of the people that serve the business community. There's consultants. There's a brand from someone that does branding. There's a website developer. There's health. There's we're doing a collaboration book for naturopathic doctors right now where naturopathic doctors have a lot of the same philosophy on things. So you think of how, how can I take other service providers, even if they're competitors, if, if you think of instead of a competitor – how can I collaborate with them and how can we create a win-win opportunity? That's one of the things I learned from my, my good friend who I've had on my show a few times, Bob Berg. I learned from his books. Uh, one of the, the popular ones is The Go-Giver. Yeah, it's that's great. Yes, yeah, so good. It's how can I create collaboration instead of competition? And you'd right. be surprised at what being a small business, because we're talking about local business marketing for small business owners. How can I create collaboration opportunities with other niches and other industries within my local area? And you'll be surprised at the different things you can create. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it, it's like what we were talking about. All, all you got to do is when you when you walk down Main Street, you know, there are natural synergies between uh, certain types of businesses because they are going after the same type of clientele. Right. And that gets us back to something that you said in in the beginning, and we, we really didn't dwell on it very much, but it's important, and that is to have those client personas, to know who it is that is your ideal client or clients. You know, you might have more than one persona, and you really need to get to know them. And that's an important thing to do when you're writing a book because then you're speaking directly to that person. You're not speaking to a huge group. You're speaking to that one person or those two people so that as anyone who belongs to that group demographically reads, reads what you've written, they feel like you're talking directly to them. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. So within the, uh, the community that we have, it's, uh, it's the book district. If anyone wants to join, it's a free community. It's the book district.com. Uh, we have, some small business owners in there. One uh, book that we released recently, uh, her name is Gia Heller, and she helps businesses with startups. 
So when we worked with her on her book, we looked at what are all the pain points that startups have? There's operations, there's teams, there's all these different areas. Now, what most people do is they think, well, I want to write a book for startups. I'll just start writing. And they just, they don't think through it. They just, they just start writing. What I recommend to to someone is to to go back and really think through how are you going to use this book? And once someone reads the book, what are what are some of the key areas that you want to write? Otherwise, what I what I see happen again and again is someone gets excited about a book, they start writing it, and then they start, you know, either doubting that they don't have enough in the book or they keep adding and the book's never finished. So right. if you if as Stephen Covey says from Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, you begin with the end of mind. What's the result I want to get from this book? At least you have a finishing point of what the book can look like and the purpose that it can serve. And that's where we kind of help people get, get really clear on. Yeah. It's, it's very important, especially when you're self publishing, right? You know, when Mm -hmm. I worked with a publisher, it, there's a lot of things that they did, you know, that, that helped me with the process, but I started my book thinking I was going to self publish it. So I started going through a lot of this stuff on my own and it's really important to have a framework yeah. For people oh, yeah. to absorb your information from, because without some sort of framework, it becomes very difficult for people to understand what you're talking about. So to just start to sit down and just start writing because you've gotten excited about it is great. And I applaud you. Absolutely. But you still need some sort of outline, some sort of framework. And don't be afraid to let that adjust as you write, too, right. because sometimes as you write, you start to realize it's going in a different direction or it, or the framework needs to change to make make it more optimal, right? And and you can work with people like like Jeremy and and if you have a, a blueprint like your book blueprint, it can help you figure these things out and they're they're really they're not difficult things, but they're really crucial things to your your book being uh, successful in that it's something that someone will open up, they'll read it and they'll actually get something from it as opposed to getting confused or saying, yeah. Oh, you know, this is, yep. this is too little or this is too much or, you know, whatever the, the various complaints that you can, you can get about, uh, about writing. So you really, Absolutely. yeah, you really want this, this book to be useful to your clients in the end. That's the point, And that's what will make them, love you even more is if you're mm-hmm. you're helpful to them. So Jeremy, yep. tell us where we can find you online again. Yeah, absolutely. So our community for aspiring authors and published expert experts is the book district and you can go to thebookdistrict.com and you can get access to we have a book of the month that we give away and so right now my book Power Authority how to build credibility as a self-published author right now is totally free. And so you get a free copy of that plus join our community. If you want to follow um, free articles and my podcast and uh, just a lot of free training I put out, uh, that's on my website. And that is askjeremyjones.com. And even if someone wants to kick around ideas about a book or you've had an idea for a book for a long time, you just keep putting it off and you just don't know what the potential is for it. Hop into the book district. I'm happy to answer any specific questions in there. Oh, that's terrific. So you, so once again, I, I always tell my uh, listeners, 
Jeremy, that if they're on the treadmill, I'm proud of them. I don't want them getting off. So you can always come back to actlocalmarketing.com and look for this particular episode. You know, use any any keywords that make sense, you know, book, publishing, any of those kinds of words. And this episode will come up, and when you uh, when you go to this page, you will will leave the links for you, so that you don't have to worry about it if you didn't get them written down just now, because you'll want to visit thebookdistrict.com, which is a a support community for published authors and aspiring authors, and it's free to you to join the book district, and they have a free uh, giveaway every month. You said there's a there's a different mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. So that's yep. cool. And then um, if you want to uh, work with Jeremy directly or, you know, you want to get some more information about him, you can go to askjeremyjones.com. Did I get that right? That's right. Askjeremyjones.com. Yep. And we'll include both those links for you. So don't sweat it if you weren't able to uh, get those written down. So, Jeremy, it has been great speaking to you today. Oh, it's been a pleasure. I just greatly appreciate you and what you're doing for uh, local marketing for small business, I I believe so strongly that marketing is such an important part for small business owners. And what you're doing to add com- the value for the community here, the the information you're providing is just awesome. So if anyone is listening to this podcast and you've listened several times and you have not left a five star review on iTunes, what in the <laughs> world are you waiting for? Oh. <laughs> You're so good to me. Now, you're my favorite guest now. There he is, Jeremy Jones, proud military veteran. Thank you for your service. Thank you for coming to the show. Thank you for that that little nudge to my audience. And he's right. Go leave those reviews. They're very important. And uh, until next time. You know, on Tuesday afternoons, we leave you a new episode to listen to with great guests like Jeremy Jones from the Book District so that you can move your business at least one step further into prosperity because that's what that's what I'm hoping you'll be able to get from um, getting the gold nuggets from these great guests. But, of course, until next time we are together again, I would very much like you all to take care. Join Kaylin for more marketing madness each week on Act Local Marketing. It will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Act Local Marketing for Small Business goes live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern and can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and at actlocalmarketing.com. Have a question for Act Local? Email Kaylin at ask at actlocalmarketing.com. That's A-S-K at actlocalmarketing.com. And she may answer you right on air. Make sure to include your name and business website for a free shout out. Don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about Act Local and leave Kaylin a review at the iTunes store. See you next time on Act Local Marketing for Small Business.